Chapter Twenty Five of Meteorology. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Patrick Wells. Meteorology by J. G. McPherson. Chapter Twenty Five: Electrical Deposition of Smoke. A good deal of scientific work is being done in the way of clearing away fog and smoke and this through time may have some practical results in removing a great source of annoyance illness and danger in large towns sir oliver lodge and dr aitken have been throwing light upon the deposition of smoke in the air by means of electricity if an electric discharge be passed through a jar containing the smoke from burnt magnesium wire tobacco brown paper and other substances the dust will be deposited so as to make the air clear brush discharge or anything that electrifies the air itself is the most expeditious if water be forced upward through a vertical tube with the nozzle one twentieth of an inch in diameter it will fall to the ground in a fine rain but if a piece of rubbed electrified sealing wax be held a yard distance from the place where the jet breaks into drops they at once fall into large spots as in a thunder shower if paper be put on the ground during the experiment, the sound of pattering rain will be observed to be quite different. If a kite be flown into a cloud and made to give off electricity for some time, the clouds will begin to condense into rain. Experiments with Lord Kelvin's recorder show that variations in the electrical state of the atmosphere precede a change in weather. Then, with a very large voltaic battery, a tremendous quantity of electricity could be poured into the atmosphere, and its electrical condition could be certainly disturbed. If this could be made practically available, how useful it would be to farmers when the crops were suffering from excessive drought. It might be more powerfully available than the imagined condensation of a cloud into rain by the reverberation caused by the firing of a range of cannon. But what is the practical benefit of this information? If electricity deposits smoke, it might be made available in many ways. The fumes from chemical works might be condensed, and the air in large cities, otherwise polluted, might be purified and rendered innocuous. The smoke of chimneys in manufacturing works might be prevented from entering the atmosphere at all. In flour mills and coal mines, the fine dust is dangerously explosive. In lead, copper, and arsenic works, it is both poisonous and valuable. Lead smelters labor under this difficulty of condensing the fume which escapes along with the smoke from red lead smelting furnaces, and it was considered that an electrical process of condensation might be made serviceable for the purpose. At Begilt, the method used for collecting and condensing the lead fume is a large flue two miles long. Much is retained in this flue, but still a visible cloud of white lead fume continually escapes from the top of the chimney. There is a difficulty in the way of depositing fumes in the flue by means of a sufficient discharge of electricity, that is, the violent draught which is liable to exist there, and which would mechanically blow away any deposited dust. But Dr. Aitken suggests that regenerators might be used along with the electricity. The warm fumes might be taken to a cold depositor where, by the ordinary law of cold surfaces attracting warm dust particles, the impurities would be removed, and, when purified, the air would again be taken through a hot regenerator before being sent up the chimney. 
by a succession of these chambers with the assistance of electrical currents the air impregnated with the most deleterious particles or valuable dust would be rendered innocuous the sewage of our towns must be cleared of its deleterious parts before being run into the streams which give drink to the lower animals because an act of parliament enforces the process why then ought we not to have similar compulsion for making the smoke from chemical and other noxious works quite harmless before being thrown into the air which contains the oxygen necessary for the life of human beings there seems to be a good field before electricians to catch the smoke on the wing and deposit its dust on a large scale this seems to be a matter beyond our reach at present except in the scientist's laboratory but certainly it is a consummation devoutly to be wished end of chapter twenty five